Welcome to Wet Hot American Moon Juice, a NaNoWriMo podcast. I'm Wham James, whether I like it or not, but I continue to not be the host of these November episodes. In the second week, Tracy and Aaron are talking about how it's going so far as they work on their novels that they're writing for the month of November in the National Novel Writing Month we call NaNoWriMo. So we're here. Yeah. We're here. We should probably say who we are because I don't know if people will recognize our voices, right? Yes, correct. I am Tracy. And I am Erin. And we're Wet Hot American Moon Juice. It's day six today. We're having to record a little bit earlier because I am headed out of town. Mm-hmm. So we haven't even gotten a full weekend since I talked to Rayanna, but that's okay. I have a whole post-it note of all the things I want to talk to you about. I made notes too. Awesome. We're so prepared. It's just like because professionals. when I have conversations, I get nervous and I forget everything. So if I have something to look at, it helps me a lot. That is why I made the post-it note. Because a lot of these things are things I meant to talk to Rayanna about and right. I completely forgot. So I was like, oh, well, I'll make notes for next time. It'll... It'll go better if I make notes. Not that it didn't go well, but I will remember the things I wanted to talk about if I make notes. It's like, I know you guys so well, but I still get really nervous if you put a microphone in front of me and then make me talk about things, and I don't know why. I do the same thing. It's because we're used to typing. We're not used to interacting face-to-face in any (laughs) any way. So how is your nano going so far? Your face says it could be better. It could be better. So I am behind. So I was determined, though, to hit 5,000 words before we recorded. So I have 5,005 words on my word count right now, which is very behind. Yeah, but you hit your goal. Yeah, right. So what I have done now is... The other night, I looked at the hero's journey. So I was listening to Start With This, which I mentioned when I recorded with Morgan. So I was listening to Start With This, which is a podcast about like writing and creating and stuff like that. And like the most recent two episodes were super relevant. They didn't specifically talk about NaNoWriMo, but it was about word count and just getting the words down to get your first draft done. So that really... I don't know, inspired me, I guess. So I sat down and I looked at the hero's journey, which I think I'm going to follow what I looked at as like a 12 part thing. So I went okay. through it and I divided up like by weight. So like part six is the test, the allies, the enemies. So that's kind of more of your meat of the story. I think of like the second act where there's a lot of exploring the new world, getting your squad, things like that. So I like gave that a seven. So okay. when I divided out the word count, there should be about 9,000 words that are in that section. And And then, like, the first section, the opening where you see the ordinary world, I gave it a weight of, like, a two. So then that's only, like, 2,600 words devoted to that section. So then what I did is I took index cards and on each one just wrote down a quick plot point. I think I made, like, 30-some. And then I wrote the number on each card where it fits in the story. So which part of the hero's journey it fits in. So, like, where she's working at her regular job in my story, that's in the ordinary world. So that's part one and I have it on my corkboard. So the theory is that when I sit down to write, I can grab one or two cards and then think about what that scene is going to look like and then sit down and just write it out. So I don't have to spend so much time thinking about what I want to happen or what I want to write because that's kind of plotted beforehand. So I have more of a plot and more of an outline now, which I feel a lot that's awesome. better about. Yeah, that's actually really, really smart to, to break it down like that and do the index cards and stuff. Yeah. 
Yeah. That's that's really smart. I feel like that would Mm -hmm. make it a lot easier in the grand scheme of things. Yeah. And are you going to try to go from start to finish or are you going to just like grab a random card every day and be like, okay, Mm -hmm. well, I guess today I'm working on this scene. (laughs) So I wanted it to be more of start to finish, but it's kind of not turning out to be that way. So I'll probably work more in the beginning to end, but not necessarily completely in order because already like before I even did that, I know I wasn't writing in order and I was doing a lot of writing sprints, which is good because it makes me get the words down but it also doesn't Mm -hmm. work well with like plotting things out because I'm not really thinking about what I'm writing I'm just getting it out so I need more of a balance where I do the word sprints and like actually devoting times to writing things down yeah you've got a hard one because you've got all of like the world built like you Mm -hmm. you and Rihanna have the same thing where it's a lot of world building and Yours is interesting, though, because it takes place in, like, the real world. Right. But also not, right? Yeah, it's more of, like, magical realism is how I'm thinking yeah. of it. Yeah, you've got a lot of world building that you have to do, but yeah. it's set within the structure of the existing world mm-hmm. that we know, so you won't have nearly as much, like, huge exposition setup right. type stuff. It's more of, like, the characters that are more of the otherworldly things that I need to build, so. Yeah. But yeah. Cool. It's not the worst. Cool, cool. But it's going okay. Now, are you expecting to be able to, like, buckle down this weekend or? Yes. So I don't work on Saturday. So basically the whole weekend, except I have friends giving on Saturday night. But other than that, while I'm making the turkey, I will be writing. Hopefully that's a plan. Good. But yeah, how is yours going? It's going pretty well. I crossed the 10K mark this morning. Nice job. So I am on track. I am behind my daily word count, but I'm still ahead of the overall word count. So I'm going to call it a win. Right. So did you have a day where you just really like kicked your word counts ass and got Um, super far ahead? Or how did you do that? Not super far ahead. There was one day, I think it was Saturday, Mm -hmm. that I got 3000 words and change. So I kind of did double the word count, Mm -hmm. which has given me the chance to kind of slack off a little bit. (laughs) Not intentionally, but like there have been a couple nights like James and I were recording last night for Newsies Minute. And so we Mm -hmm. just didn't have time to really get sit down at the computer and like really do a whole bunch of work. And today has been really busy. So I've been catching like, you know, three to four hundred words here and there. Mm -hmm. But yeah, Saturday, I was able to get a little bit ahead. And tomorrow, I'm actually leaving early in the morning to drive to Cleveland, where I will stay the night and then head to Michigan for a writing retreat. So I probably won't be getting a ton of writing Mm -hmm. done tomorrow and during the day on Friday. But I do anticipate getting a lot of words in this weekend, because the whole point of this weekend is to work on our nano books. Yeah. That's awesome. So you're gonna be so close to me and yet still so far. I know, I know. <laughs> and if it wasn't already like a nine and a half hour right. drive, then I would just continue it. Also, if I didn't have like kids and a husband right. who kind of need me to turn around and come back home. Right. And like it's a lot farther drive from Michigan to Wisconsin than you think about because like Lake Michigan yeah. is super in the way, but you know, whatever. Yeah, it's well, and I'm, I guess. I'm headed to Lansing, which I think is closer to like the eastern side. Oh, yeah. Well, no, maybe it's, it might be more in the middle. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I've been to Lansing a couple of times. The friends that I'm visiting mm-hmm. live up there. Can I ask you more about this writer's retreat? Do you want to talk about it? Because it's super interesting to me. Sure. It's an unofficial one. Okay. Right. So I, I went to one, God, when was it? It was a while ago. It was like maybe 
2015, I went to one up in Lansing. Mm -hmm. Their chapter of Romance Writers of America is super, super active. And they have a, I think it's Capital City Writers Association is what it's called, that is more of a general writing organization. And they used to host this event called Write on the Red Cedar. Okay. That was an organized writing retreat with workshops and keynote speakers and panels and stuff. And so I had gone up there for that. And that was really cool. This one is much more relaxed. Some friends and I get a cabin in Sleepy Hollow State Park. And there's no Wi-Fi. (laughs) And the only way we can validate our word counts for the day is to use a phone as a hotspot so that (laughs) we can log in. Like, Uh we did this last year and we did it over Thanksgiving weekend. So I drove up on Black Friday and I hit my word count that weekend. And I was like, "I I don't know if my hotspot connection is going to be strong enough for me to like upload my document and it was and it was fine but I was like man if I don't manage to get my writing streak badge for having written every single day for like the first 25 days or whatever Mm -hmm. just because the internet won't let me connect and say yes I did my words today I was going to be really mad because I do like digital badges (laughs) you gotta win them all (laughs) I gotta, I gotta win them all. They're like Pokemon. But yeah, so this one is more relaxed. Mm-hmm. It is me and my friend Mika Usher, who is currently working on her fifth book. My God. My friend Christina Mitchell, who is, I think she was originally planning to work on her second book, the sequel to the one that she just put out last school year. Sorry. <laughs> I have little kids, and so my brain still thinks in terms of school year. I don't know if yours still does that. Yeah, I'm a teacher, so I do that yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. So last school year, Christina put out her book, but I think she's working on something else. And then Liz Zirkel, Mm -hmm. who is working on the second book in her series, she is much like me in revisions on last year's nano project. Okay. While at the same time writing the sequel for this year's nano project. So we're all going to go up there. And there are a couple other authors that I don't know who are going to be stopping in. I think there's another writer named Victoria who I met last year who Mm -hmm. I think is going to come. And I think Darcy Woods and Alyssa Alexander are coming. And I believe Lissa K. Adams is coming too, which will be good because I met her at the Write on the Red Cedar a couple years ago. Okay. And like we're Facebook friends and I interact with her some on social media, but I haven't seen her Mm -hmm. since then. So and her book, if I can just plug it real quick, (laughs) it's called The Bromance Book Club. And it came out yesterday. Oh, so at the time that we're recording this. Yeah. So a week ago at the time that this airs. Mm -hmm. So it was her first like traditionally published. She's done some self-published, but it's traditionally published. It's doing really, really well already. And I got an advanced reader copy this summer and read it. And it's amazing. That's so so cool. If any of our listeners like romance, that is one to check out. It's called the Bromance Book Club. Mm -hmm. It's about a bunch of like alpha dudes who start reading romance novels to learn how to be better (laughs) husbands and lovers. Oh my god. And it's it's so smart. It's so funny. It's really, really good. So yeah. That's super. So you're all romance writers that go? Yeah. Okay. This particular one is all romance writers. Okay. So it, it's always interesting because when I've, I've done some write-ins down here for Nano and I have not found another romance writer in my area who goes to these write-ins. Mm-hmm. We tend to have a lot of like cozy mysteries mm-hmm. and a lot of fantasy like especially urban fantasy, but occasionally like the high fantasy stuff. Right. We have a DC area chapter of Romance Writers of America, mm-hmm. but I think most of the people who are in it are closer into the city and I'm out in the suburbs. And so when I go to the write-ins out here in the suburbs, none of those people are there. So it's a little sad, 
that I haven't met any local romance writer friends. All of them live in Michigan and St. Louis. Yeah. But Which is a hike from Virginia. It is. It is. You know what? Thank God for the internet, though. Seriously. I mean, like, I mean, that's how I know all of you guys. Yeah. It's how I know all my writer friends. It's the only reason I get anything creative done is because of the internet, which also hinders me. (laughs) Exactly. Which leads me to one of my post-it note topics. So I was supposed to be writing tonight before we got on this call. Mm -hmm. And instead, I was on Pinterest trying to find inspiration for what my hero looks like. So I spent three minutes just Googling hot men. Not Googling, Pinteresting. Just Pinteresting hot men. It was a well-spent 40 minutes, except that I did not find anybody who looked like my hero. (laughs) So my hero is, his name is Theo, and he's half Latino. Okay. I haven't, it's not complete, it's not like crazy relevant to the story, but his last name's Ortiz and his dad was either full Latino or half Latino himself. So Theo needs to be like darker complected. And like, I have a mental image of what he looks like. And it's like a small Southern town and he's like one of the only non-white families. And so it plays a factor, but it's not like a huge thing. But I keep looking for pictures of somebody who could be what Theo looks like. And I swear to you, Tracy, four <laughs> times I found a picture and then I was like, God damn it, it's Ben Affleck. What? Who is not Latino. That's but in the pictures I was finding, they were black so and white weird. pictures. And I guess the lighting just mm-hmm. made him look a little darker complected right. than he usually is. Four times. Every single time it was Ben Affleck. And one time it was Paul Rudd. Also not Latino. <laughs> So <laughs> that is so funny yeah. to me. So yeah, I spent 40 minutes mm-hmm. basically wasting my time looking at pictures of Ben Affleck, apparently. You just add it to the so brain soup. Exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah, that's that's not what I picture Theo looking like. This one's interesting. So last year's nano book, I knew right mm-hmm. away that my hero resembled Ryan Gosling. This one, I got when I first conceptualized the idea, it wasn't part of this series and I, I was watching a lot of Sons of Anarchy, and I had a sex dream about Theo Rossi, who plays Juice. Inspiration. Yeah, so I woke up and I was like, there we go. But now that this story has shifted away from being mm-hmm. like an angsty motorcycle club story, and like this guy does ride a motorcycle, but he's a third grade teacher. Yeah. He's a sweet little cinnamon roll. And I need somebody a little more cinnamon rolly than Theo Rossi with the shaved head and the tattoos on the sides of his head and yeah that would make an interesting third grade teacher yeah so i haven't found anybody who is the perfect inspiration yet which is Mm -hmm. kind of a shame but i guess it just means i have to do more pinterest research you just gotta look at more hot men on the internet like darn that's always a win and you know if you want to help me out i will do our listeners for you hop on pinterest and let me know if you find any hot men of latino descent because or in general look at them just send me the yeah hot or just men. in general yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> throw yep. them this way you know what would be fun a collaborative what hot american juice pinterest board where we just put a bunch of hot guys on there oh my goodness yeah so we're gonna set that up yeah so that's um, canon now so that's gotta happen yeah make a note yeah. of that yeah make a note of that I wanted to ask if you have a particular like writing, if you've gotten into like a, a groove of like, you know, a place or a, if you have like a writing system yeah. down that seems to be productive for you. Morgan asked me this the other day too. And at the time I was like, oh, uh, no, I have nothing. 
But since then, so I just moved into my house and I'm finally getting settled. Since then, I like got my office set up upstairs. So I guess I still really don't have much of a writing ritual, but I do have a spot for it specifically. So I have my plants on my table and I'm right in front of the window. And like I have my cork board set up with all my notes and other bullshit. So Mm -hmm. yeah, I don't really have like a ritual though. I was thinking about how I should get a candle or something that I only light when I do writing. Yep. Like for those sense memories and like Aaron one. is showing me a candle and I'm <laughs> it's not an exciting looking candle but <laughs> but it's it where all the writing really good. juice is stored yeah so Aaron my yeah. question for you is what is your writing ritual well I have my candle mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and that's fucking it yes well so it, it's funny because it's not like a fancy looking candle it's from wick habit uh which is a shop on etsy and it's just like a basic like soy wax candle in a little metal canister. But this one, the scent is Study Date, and it smells like peppermint tea and books. Stop. That's And adorable. so when I light it, it's so good because oh. it makes me feel like I'm sitting in a library. So it makes me happy. So I have that, mm-hmm. and I have some white noise. There's a website called ambientmixer.com. Yeah that you can like mix up sounds and so i mixed up one that sounds like i'm in the ravenclaw uh common room at hogwarts and it's like there's rain and there's a fire and like pages turning and a pen scratching and there's a cat purring and it's really heavy on the rain sound because mm-hmm. i wanted it to be mostly white noise right but like once in a while i'll be writing and i'll be like oh there's my cat And it makes me very happy. But I have discovered that I do better when I'm writing if I'm sitting on the sofa or in a comfy chair of some kind Mm -hmm. as opposed to my desk. I do not get nearly as many words when I am at my desk as I Mm -hmm. do when I have my laptop like on my little lap desk and I'm sitting on the sofa and I've got a dog on either side of me (laughs) pitting down the blanket over my legs so that I can't get up even if I want to. (laughs) That's a good strategy. (laughs) I feel like I write more, speaking of that, like, I tend to write better if I write by hand, which is frustrating. Yeah, I think it turns off my filter, and I like the way the words look when I write them more by hand than when I type them. But that's not a very fun thing to do for, like, a 50,000-word novel, because then I have to, like, retype it and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the editing that you do when you retype it. Like, ideally, not during nano, I would write out everything by hand and then as you're retyping the whole thing at one time then you can do like a massive edit slash overhaul while you're retyping it but again that's just more time consuming for nano so my recollection is that at the end of the month you have to upload your manuscript so that their word counter can count how many words you have and so if you've written by hand and you haven't typed it all out i don't know if you can officially validate Interesting. Yeah, I could be wrong. I don't write by hand, so right. I mean, that makes my sense. Handwriting is garbage. <laughs> <laughs> it would. I would not be able to type it out later because mm-hmm. once I'm like half a page in, I I have, have no, no idea. idea what. Yeah, I don't know what I've written hmm. because it's just a scrawl. But yeah, so I don't know if you even can validate if it's if you've written it longhand. Yeah, that would suck. I guess that makes you do sense. all that work. Yeah, because they don't just want anybody going in saying, Oh, yeah, I wrote 50,000 words. I mean, you could just yeah. like write butts and just copy and paste it over and over again. Technically, you'd finish NaNoWriMo, but 
Yeah, I mean... Why would you do that? Yeah, we've talked about the fact that I have written out shopping lists and the Panera bread menu. Exactly. Just because there were some slow word count days. But yeah, I had shared something in our uh, Facebook group about... I had seen something that said that if you write in Comic Sans... Yeah. It, like, makes your brain work faster. Did you and try so that? you produce more words. I tried it. I got really frustrated because Comic Sans doesn't let you italicize. Really? That I and didn't And so know. when I needed... Yeah, I guess it doesn't have an italics option. So when you want to italicize something for emphasis, you just can't. So I did Comic Sans for the first day and a half, and then oh. I was like, I need I need my italics. Mm-hmm. I can't do this. So I didn't feel like it really produced more words. Okay. But again, I was sitting at my desk. Maybe if I was doing Comic Sans right. and sitting between the dogs on the sofa, maybe I would have produced more words. That's your homework, your experiment. I look forward to your next episode where you tell me how Comic Sans on the couch works. Yes, I will attempt that when I return from Michigan. I will not be able to be on the couch while I am in a different state. (laughs) There literally, there isn't a couch in the cabin. There is a table with a bench and two chairs and this tiny little kitchenette that's like a sink and a microwave and a mini fridge. And like I'm bringing... Uh-huh. I've got this like really thick like a uh, memory foam mattress pad thing that I'm bringing so that we can set up a comfy area over in a corner so that those of us who don't want to sit at a table have like a little comfier area. And I've got one of those pillows that kind of looks like a chair with mm-hmm. like the arms. Oh, yeah. Boyfriend pillows or whatever they're mm-hmm. called. So I'm bringing one of those. I'm going to make myself a little nest in the corner. Oh, that's adorable. Please send pictures. Oh, I will. Yeah, I will. I'm sure everyone will make fun of me for my little nest, but I also am sure that they will all join me in the nest before the end mm-hmm. of the weekend because it will be the only comfy spot in the cabin. Well, listeners, if you would like to commiserate with us, we have a Google voicemail that you can call into. It is 901-800-WHAM. That is W-H-A-M that you can call into and you can leave us a voicemail just like Holly from The Shelly Has Opinion podcast she has called in and left us a voicemail that we're gonna listen to right now hello wet hot american moon juice this is holly flanagan of the podcast shelly has opinions and i am doing nanowrimo once again and i'm loving it and i will say that it is much harder to do with uh kids than it was when i was first doing it when um i i did not have kids So what I wanted to kind of vent about was the fact that, like, my kids want food. They want love. They want attention. And what I want is just to get to my word count for the day. I will say, though, that I'm very proud of myself that the very first day, the kids didn't even have school. They were with me all stinking day, and and I did it. I did it, guys. Today, I don't know. It's the second day. We'll see what happens. But thank you so much for your wonderful podcast, and I like you, and goodbye. So thank you, Holly, for calling in. This is very exciting. That's Mm -hmm. our first voicemail on the show. That's awesome. It makes us feel special and loved. (laughs) And also, I really sympathize with Holly because yesterday and Monday, my children were off school. It was like an end of quarter teacher work day Mm -hmm. thing and also election day. They usually try to sync it up with election day, I think, so that... Because the schools are polling places, and so that way they don't have people traipsing in and out while the kids are in school. That'd be terrible. Yeah, so we had a four-day weekend for the first weekend (laughs) of NaNoWriMo, and my kids were just here constantly, Mm -hmm. wanting food and love and attention, and on Tuesday they both had play dates, which was actually great, because I just threw them all in the basement in the backyard (laughs) and got some work done, which was lovely, but yeah, I feel you, Holly. Kids, they just need stuff all the time. I don't even have kids, 
or like animals or really anything depending on me right now. So I can't really commiserate with that, but I also don't do things. So like (laughs) at the same time, I don't know what happens to all my time because theoretically I should have plenty of time to write, but then it's like the end of the day and I'm like, oh, I didn't write today. I'm so tired. And it's like, well, why are you so tired? And it's like, well, that's a great question. But yeah, no, good luck to everyone who has like more responsibilities than I do and they still do NaNoWriMo because I mean it's such a huge thing to take on like taking care of your family at the same time that can be hard to balance I would imagine well and I mean even if it's just you like whatever else you have going on in your life 50,000 words is a big time commitment Mm -hmm. and so you have to fit it in around whatever your regular day-to-day life looks like and that's not easy it doesn't Mm -hmm. matter if your regular day-to-day life is just you or if you have 11 children and 16 horses and a bunch of chickens (laughs) yeah and 42 cats well the cats are easy they don't require very much they're not they don't need walks True. they don't need to be let out into the pasture and then put back in their stalls they don't need eggs collected they just you know need food true just open the bag of cat food and knock just it on its side it. and they're good for a week that's how cats work right I need to get a cat yes you should get a cat i'm planning to my big announcement i will be getting a cat yay this month Yes, probably. I'm hoping next week. Maybe before my next interview. Yeah, my plan was that once I um, got all my stuff here, kind of settled in, got everything mostly unpacked, probably after Friendsgiving. I don't think I want to introduce a cat to that environment. I'm going to have like 20 people here. But yeah, I'm hoping next week I'll start doing the process. So exciting. That cat is going to fall in love with your box spring in the hallway and you will never (laughs) be able to move it. Yeah. It's going to become your cat's favorite thing in the world and then it will just have to live in the hallway forever it probably will i already love that cat so damn much (laughs) do anything for that stupid cat all right well we should probably probably wrap it up up. yeah yeah okay well listeners if you would like to call us and leave us a voicemail like holly did again that is 901-800-WAM or if you don't want to have your voice on the podcast i get that because listening to yourself talk is weird sometimes we have an email address it is wethotamericanmoonjuice at gmail.com you can send us an email and we will read it on the show. You can listen to our voices yeah. read your words instead of your own voice. Ooh. Also, we are on Twitter at WhamJuicePod. That is W-H-A-M, Wet Hot American Moon Juice Pod. And I think in the bio, I think I linked all of our individual Twitters yeah. so that everybody on the show can now be found through the Wham Juice Pod Twitter bio. Perfect. Yeah. Great. All right. Well... well Thanks for chatting, Good luck to you. Yeah, thanks for chatting with me. Good luck to you in your next week of words. Thank you. I will desperately need it. And I won't get to talk to you on the show again. No, I know. That's so hard. I think you you and Brianna said last time, like, see you never. Friendship was fun. Yeah, friendship over. So I think that's what (laughs) we just need to, like, say every time, because I'll probably never talk to you ever again. Yep. So, okay. All right. Well, bye. never. Later. (laughs) Goodbye. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content.